25 days, 7 hours, 24 minutes, and 47 seconds. That's how long the government has had a partial shutdown. This is sad. And what is and what does the president do? Offer hamburgers? <laughs> is, is that what he said? He's offering hamburgers? That he paid for himself. How did he, you know, I'm surprised how he could even pay for this. Because you know they usually take credit cards from the president and all kinds of stuff like that when they go into office. Why are you looking at me like that? Well, I mean, there's some other way they have to, that they're able to, uh, I mean, that they're able to spend money. Come but, on. But they do take away their credit cards. And it's supposed to be, but you know, Trump, he lives against, uh, according to his Correct. own rules. I mean, this guy didn't so. want to give his ta- He still hasn't given his taxes. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> the corruption. I mean, I don't know. I heard something. I don't know how true it is. But I heard something like someone said, oh, someone got on a plane. Um, they got to TSA with something. With a machete or something like that. <laughs> a firearm. I mean, you've got to realize I don't know how true that TSA is. workers are not doing anything. They even said that they had to close down Miami International Airport the other day because no TSA workers wanted to work. Like, no pay, no work. And they said that a federal judge ruled that they have to continue working even though they're not getting paid. I mean, how could the government do this? Really? You know? But yeah, what, but you know what? You're right. They do have to. Because how the hell will I go on my vacation in the next couple of weeks? These folks want to get their shit together. <laughs> but listen, this is what uh, that great guy D.L. Hughley says. We thought slavery was abolished. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess not. I mean, yo, Trump, get it together. And you bring this team in. You got kids eating hamburgers and fries as if what you've done is something so great. I mean, just giving them, and it's not like it was a great meal. Hamburgers. <laughs> but I say this was a good meal. It's not like he said, "Hey, I gave a full course meal to these people and their families." You gave fast food, McDonald's. A lot of black people were there. You know it. Gosh. <laughs> Anyways, sad news. This happened right in my neighborhood. If you guys heard, a Brooklyn pastor charged for raping his own daughter. Sad. This is right there on Howard Avenue in Stinky. Brooklyn. And this guy named, really, <laughs> this guy named is Matthew Gibson, um, was molesting, well, yeah, raping, molesting everything under the book with a 12-year-old. I think she was 12. She was he, six was years he? he did it, I think, so he's been doing it for six years. Oh, my gosh. And from what I understand, I saw somebody, like, crying on, like, Instagram saying that how the girl was pregnant. What? I don't know. That might be Oh, it. no, someone else was pregnant. But what I heard on, I heard this on the other radio... Girls. On the father has done it to other girls, they said. The oh. father of the man that did the molesting of his daughter. So I saw this on, I heard this on the radio on Sunday on David Levy, you know. Rocket you, rocket you. David Levy. David, whatever. D- he spells it D A H. Whatever. David. Anyway. Always gotta be extra. Um, I saw in that they were talking about this little, this girl did this whole post about her husband's sister. Who lives with her, but they go for visitation to see the father um, as the mother has passed away. So the brother has uh, parental rights over his sister. Mm. I mean, that's already weird. Why would a brother have parental rights over a sister when the father is still in is the it? picture? Exactly. Weirdo. But maybe the mother knew something. The guy's been like raping the girl in the church, in the choir room, outside the church, molesting her for how many years? And this woman went on with a total rant. She put all his business out on the street. The name of the church, which you said is something like, I don't know. Progressive or Progressive Baptist Church. Located at some place in Howard Street or something like Howard Avenue in Brooklyn. And basically put all his business on the street that he was, you know, 
molesting and raping this young girl, and now he's being charged. It's everywhere. Correct. And you know, grandmother said he should rot in hell. How he could should. a father do this? I mean, not only a father, but a pastor. You know, I know. I think that we always look at the Catholic Church and say, "Oh, look what the Catholics are doing." But let's be realistic. Perversion goes all throughout race, throughout land, cultures, throughout nation, cultures. Mm. There's no lying on this. It's just a lot of perversion, and we need to get these people. And, you know, I think this is about the time we should lay out Shaw's plan for what to do with all these people. Hit it. <laughs> We've been holding back on you because we wanted you to love us more. But now you love us more. Hit it. <laughs> I mean, I really believe that these kind of people, these people, should really just be picked up by, like, a chopper and brought to somewhere like, what's that, Randall's Island? What are these remote islands? Drop them off and leave them there so they could, like, just kill themselves off. You do like little food drop-offs, you know, little water drop-offs, but at the end of the day, they're not with regular society. I mean, I don't know. I think this was a great plan. People who do not contribute to society and people who rape young girls and this kind of stuff, so R. Kelly will be in the front of that line. Wow. They should really just be dropped off on this island and just and be provided food. And have to be placed in the water around the Correct. island so that they cannot swim off. And we'll go in once a month to pick up the dead bodies. That's it. To but we'll only do food drops. Like, they, they would look up and hear a copter coming. It's like Hunger Games. And food would just <laughs> drop off. Oof. And water. And everybody got to make it happen. And let them kill themselves. That's yeah. it. But, so. you know, I had this drafted up. You know, even Bender wrote up a couple of additional items I need to add to this. But I think one day I will present it, not with this current state of affairs, but it'll be great. I mean, it's just this, the concept of why people's personal rights keep impeding on other people's personal rights. And this is just pure sadness. And it's, you know, now people are outside this church protesting and as they should, you know. And this just provides a bad example of what uh, spiritual leadership should be. And it's sad because the people who are not, don't believe, this is why they keep saying, oh, you know, this is why I don't go to nobody's church. But we all have to realize one few, a few bad apples does not represent the entire being. So, And look about another bad apple. This man, David Stephen Bell, um, who was outside a mall in North Carolina and these crowd of girls, they had gathered outside the mall. Um, one of the young girls approached him. He pushed the girl back. I mean, pushed her straight across the place. And the little girl kind of like, Oh my God, he pushes me and goes to run no, to yeah. attack him. And then he knocks out Cole. And yo, he gives it a straight right hand. Knocks this little girl straight to the ground. And now the man has been arrested for two counts of assault on a female. Um, he's been released already. Wait, can we clarify? This is a, a white man, correct? It is a white man who knocked out a black girl. These little black children. And he's already been released from jail. I don't you know. I heard oh, on bail or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but you heard people in the background saying, I don't know, because, you know, once this girl got knocked out, all her friends kind of was, like, running, like, they all scattered. I'm like, yo, why didn't you jump this man? That man probably like, swung them around like the Hulk. No, but, I mean, come on, it was, like, about eight kids gathered. They could have took this man down and give him a couple of beatings. I mean, and this this is another thing, yo, you know, me and my sisters, we were talking about this the other day at my house, and, we, you know, my husband had seen on Instagram, like, this guy fighting these girls, but what the caption had re- uh, revealed was that they, he was with his girlfriend, and these girls came and was jumping his girl. 
So my husband was like, yo, I'm doing the same thing. Like, he ain't look bad for a guy to lay hands on a female. But if some girls gather around me and are jumping me, four or five girls are jumping me, he was like, yo, I'm definitely swinging on one of these broads. But they were little girls. They no, were no, no. Like I'm talking about, I mean, I'm talking about this situation I'm saying. But they should have jumped him. But what I'm saying in that situation is, yo, my, uh, my sister's husband was like, nah, that's kind of wrong. But then after we put it in perspective, like, yo, are you going to watch? I was like, you want to watch my sister get beat up by a bunch of girls? He was like, no, you're right. You're right. I would have to jump in. Sometimes it's warranted for somebody to get jumped. In this situation, <laughs> this man should have gotten jumped. Okay. I could just remember about her life prior to this, where she used to be fighting outside of South Shore High School. <laughs> really? Really? Mass fights. <laughs> you know, I didn't live this kind of life. I had a little good Christian life as a young child growing up. You know how these Christians see, are. <laughs> we could see who was on the other side of town. That's what we could see today. I had a balanced life. Yeah. But let's be realistic. You was jumping people. No, I, oh, have a, I had a friend oh, that got oh, jumped, oh, and we had to retaliate. That's see? how it works in the streets. That's how it know. is. Now we see the but truth. But this was back in the days when nothing, you know, included violence such as guns and knives. It was straight up and down, shoot the fear, or you get jumped. Mind you, I've seen this girl want to fight people now, okay? She's like, <laughs> she don't know. I would fight her. <laughs> I will fight her. And I'm like, sis. That's the past, Benda. Come on. Come on. You probably said this three months ago that you wanted to fight somebody. <laughs> the past. <laughs> That was three months Don't ago. Don't run. You be observing certain things. Certain things will happen at the mall or at the ghost. And you be like, yo. I don't want to fight them. I just want to slap them. Okay, like, well, that's that's part of a fight. That's, that's starting. Slap. If you slap somebody, that will probably begin a fight. <laughs> I got my hand getting red already for that one little slap. <laughs> See, I'm not good at this. Anyways. Even um, my own kids, they just want to get a little, you, oh, you want it? You want it? That is a, that is so laughable when her threatening her kids to beat them. It's very laughable. I just want to say I mean, come on. I believe in discipline. Not physical. But anyways. Anyway, we'll get into that. We talked so, about the spear the rod, spoil the what? Child. We talked about this before. So, you know, I don't know if you guys have heard, you know, well, I've seen, but there was a post that posted up that Walmart was locking up only the black hair care products. So I don't really shop. I, I, I don't really don't shop in Walmart because I don't live near Walmart. But I know many. Who lives near Walmart in New York? There's only one Walmart in New York and it's on Long Island. Exactly. Long Island. There's nothing in the five But there's people that actually drive to that Walmart. And you know, it's, isn't it on the border, it's on the border of Brooklyn and Queens. It's in right? Greenacres Mall. It's a super Walmart. Listen, from the time I heard, wasn't it that Walmart where that guy got killed because oh, yeah, they stampede on him now, just for a TV? But now they did it better because, you know, they. Made it super. I guess so. So now it's a super Walmart. Anyways, this super Walmart has all the black hair products locked up. And my question was, why is it only the black hair products that's locked up? Why? Because only black folks are going to be stealing products? I was very disturbed about this. But also to their defense, you know, they just say Walmart locks up a lot of other things. Uh, baby formula, uh... Yeah, but I, I understand Even Walgreens that. does this also. But my thing is, I don't mind them locking up. If they were locking up uh, L'Oreal, is L'Oreal being locked up? Did, was that? Because I didn't see that in the picture. I saw like Shea Moisture, Main Tail. I didn't see I can't any. I people are still using Shea Moisture. Anyway, let's get it together after Many that people are. My sister, my sister is still loyal to Shea Moisture. I see olive oil. I don't see L'Oreal. That's the problem. They were locking up all hair products. That'll be different. But it looks like it's only the ethnic hair products. And for that, I will not be, I can't even say return because I never go there, but I will not be going to Walmart still. <laughs> Ridiculous. But this, but this is just shows you that we, as black people, need to start 
really opening our own businesses or only supporting our black-owned businesses. Well, you know my thoughts on supporting black business. You know my thoughts. What is your, What are your thoughts? Every time you try to buy something, my perfect example, my daughter purchased something on her own over the holidays from a black business. It was stated that it was delivered. She never received the product. She has been unable to get in contact with the company. When she went online, they told her to text them. She texted them, and they have yet to respond. And I keep telling her, did you take care of this? Did you take care of this? She is not taking care of it. And I said, when I put my foot in this, it's going to be a different kind of story. So like figure what? it out. Because it's my money. I mean, at the end of the day, I understand what you're saying, but also we have spoken about someone just going through, staying the course with the black owned businesses. Yes, trying to hold them accountable, but still trying to support them because it's a bigger goal at hand. But they need to do better. They do. All right. And, you know, I witnessed certain, you know, downfalls with black businesses, and I still rock with them. You just got to express how you feel. And the, the real ones. And they don't make any changes. How do you know? Did you fight this fight? No, you did not. I haven't yet. Exactly. But it's coming. Your daughter probably doesn't know how to kind of... We know how you get. You know, she does it to get free things, guys. Not free but, things. But I'll do it to get a proper service. Whatever. So, like Amazon. If this would have happened with Amazon, I would have had some promotional credit. Let's not go crazy here. Or Starbucks. She would have gotten some free drinks. Or a but, refund. But that's what I'm saying. Starbucks today. Your daughter does not have the skill set to really deal with these people. How you need to intervene. They have not responded to the text message. Anyways, you could figure out a way. Anyways, again, as I said, you know, really try to find black-owned businesses, although it's a struggle. They'll get there someday. We'll get there. Anyways, talking about getting there. Say it loud. I'm black and proud. (laughs) I don't know why Wendy Williams won't get there with admitting that her marriage is in trouble here. So, you know... When he went, so sad. She was taking a few days off here and there because of her, I think, her ailments. I mean, she was trying to fight these ailments for a while. I don't know what the issue was, but we saw that whole episode where she was slurring. Maybe growing back. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> I just, I'm just playing. Just playing. <laughs> but, you know, she was returning to work. Um, I forgot what condition, to, she, what condition she said she had. However, you know, we saw the episode where she was slurring the words and they were saying she suffered from some kind of, she needs rest or whatever, so she was taking weeks off. However, there, there's a report that came out that stated that Wendy Williams allegedly was set to divorce her husband, Kevin, after she reportedly found out that he impregnated his mistress, which we heard his mistress lived like two blocks down from mm-hmm. where they live in New Jersey or whatever. And she, you know... She spoke about it when it came out that he was cheating on her. She kind of said, well, you know, um, my family were good. Trying to, you know, kind of downplay the fact that he was cheating on her. But now it came back up and now the mistress might be pregnant. You know how it goes with females. Like, you cheat on me. Maybe we could work it out. But once there's a kid that possibly exists or does exist, that's a whole other ball game. So, again, I don't know if um, her show is back on. It should be back on now. And hopefully she will address it. But like Mixie Wendy, she talks about everybody else's business. But when it comes to her, she will not well, have any on, mention no of it. No one anyone to see the sad and the bad side of them at all. Uh, well, you know, the chickens have come home to roost. That's quote, it. To quote Malcolm. As <laughs> so everyone knows about Tierra Marie. Everyone should know her. She used to sing a song. I can't remember what it is right now. But she was on Love and Hip Hop. Damn, I can't, I can't even think of a song that she did. She's Ray look, J's look ex-girl. Oh, she was Ray J's ex-girl on that show. Look at up, look at up. Look it up. But even before the show, she was Ray J's ex-girl. She had that whole beef with Princess when yeah. they took her uh, yeast infection oh, medication. Yeast infection. <laughs> that was... 
That was so embarrassed when they found this. Who walks around with the modest hat in their bag? You left your bag with this in it. That was really messed up. But anyway, um, Tiara Marie sued her ex-boyfriend, Akbar Abdul Ahad. And Fiske was a jerk for leaking graphic sexual images of herself online. And what ended up happening was after he posted it, 50 Cent took one of the pictures and he reposted it and put some um, unflattering commentary, as you know, he's often known to do. Being messy. And um, <clears throat> her claims were dismissed uh, by the judge. 50 Cent requested that his legal bills were paid. His legal bills were $161,550. The judge granted him $30,618. So Tiara Marie has to pay that. She says, I found that my boyfriend was cheating on me, so I broke up with him. Right after that, he posted a sex tape and an obscene photo of me, clearly to humiliate me. Then his good friend 50 Cent posted an obscene photo of me on Instagram and said, get the strap. Um, <laughs> so he now says... Tiara Marie, you can cough up the money or you can go with R. Kelly and shit in the bucket, LOL. And he basically told her, I will continue to harass you daily for my money. So you better get my money and pay me the $30,000 that you owe me because I will harass you every day. I'm coming after you every day until you pay me the money. You and let's be me. honest, Spencer says does not need this little bit of $30,000, but he's just going to do it just to be a jerk. He's going mean, really, to keep I don't even know that she even has. $30,000. I think she had a song called Make Her Feel Good. Was that a, I don't remember. What was her original song? I think this she is it. She had an original song that we used to like. This is when she was 10. <laughs> Before the work. Did she lost? Did she gain weight? Did she did work? Is this, <sighs> Keep your head up, Tierra Marie. You're not the first one to have a tape. But I'm telling you, I seen, well, I seen a little bit of it. It wasn't much. It wasn't much. I think it was just like giving head. I mean, it was nothing exciting. It wasn't like a super head. It was it was just plain vanilla. <laughs> so I mean, just move on. Anyways, oh, remember we talked about Nine Day Fiance? Did you see the second part? I didn't get to see the remaining part of Come the show. Come on, Benda, get it together. But I mean, most of these people are not together, and they're not together anymore. But we had Donna and Fernanda <laughs> broke up. Um, Leda is still going strong with Eric. I mean, but let's be real. Leda is very transparent that she just needs a green card so she can become a doctor. That's not what she's saying. She's definitely not saying that on... I mean, even during the reunion, she's like crying. I mean, but you didn't see that part. But, yeah, but I saw a promotion. I mean, pieces of it. Pieces of it. No, but John and Fernanda, I think, are the only ones that they established that's not together. I don't know what's going on between um, Jay Colty. and Ashley. What's that with Colty? Well, they have some legal issues. But they well, Ashley's it. sick. She's, had a kid. she's suffering from kidney failure. Really? Yes. But Jay's still by his side, being Jamaican that he is. <laughs> Girl, you better not doubt me. I need my green card. <laughs> if, I don't, if you die, I'll kill you. <laughs> if you don't know where you got this from, that's a problem. Figure it out. We won't even tell you. <laughs> but you think about it. I mean, oh, Steven. You know, Steven is definitely a WS. The way he talks to people, what? What? Like, he is very angry. But and Steven and Olga, they're still making oh. it work. Olga's still in Arusha. I know. You think about the long distance relationship these people have. Him and Olga community. I mean, even though it is his fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fact that Olga's not here. She was not here for the tell-all. You could tell he felt a way about it. But they are clearly having, like, a long distance relationship. Which, you know, probably sometimes works out. I don't know if I can do a long distance relationship. But you know I'm in a long distance relationship now. My boyfriend lives in the Bronx. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, monsoon's <laughs> away. <laughs> 
I'm totally afraid of the Bronx. You know, I'm afraid of the Bronx. I tell you this all the time. I panic. But I have to say... Do you go there when it gets dark? Well, yeah. But I have to say, he lives on a, a, on a decent side of the Bronx. Where is like, that? It only takes The Bronx Zoo? I'm only, I'm only off the highway for five minutes when I'm driving there. Five minutes off the highway. I'm at the door. Parking is bad over there. But it's a very Caribbean nation over there. Very Caribbean. <laughs> like, even when like some young lads were walking down the street... A group of them, I began to clutch my purse, you know, and then you started hearing the Redrin, and I was like, oh, and then you feel much more they're, comfortable. They're, they're all Jamaicans. I, I could breathe, you know, Jamaicans love me, but definitively, this long distance relationship is totally trying me. It is rough living in a borough, and then it's somebody that lives in the Bronx. I know that's even the worst part. That's like uh, the other day when I went to a party, uh, you know, it's just like, oh, this guy's cute for my sister, for my little sister. And I was like, where, where you live? He was like, Staten Island. I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> that's a whole other borough. That's like another country. Hello. You gotta take a boat to get there. I mean, come on, people took boats to come to America. You know, it's easy to go from Brooklyn to Queens, Queens to like a little parts of Long Island. But when you talk about Staten Island in Brooklyn, what yeah, I mean, I would even probably date somebody in Long Island from Brooklyn, you know, from but Bro- but I have to tell you, the Bronx, <laughs> the, Brooklyn to the Bronx ain't no easy commute. You got to go through Manhattan, then to the Bronx on the Willis <laughs> Avenue Bridge. I mean, but, but you know, let's talk about long distance relationships. I mean, um, well, have you had one? I mean, I mean other than this one. I mean, I used a real to talk long. to somebody that lived in Trinidad, but... Yeah, that wasn't a relationship. <laughs> Alrighty then. I mean, I must say, um, if you're listening, we're in a deep relationship. <laughs> Thanks. Just pick me up at the airport the next time I reach. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, I was in a long relationship. I guess you could say so. It was like for, I don't know, maybe for like a year or something. This um, is interesting. I've never heard this. Please talk to us about the deets. You know these deets. Anyways, this was, oh. this was a guy that lived in Jamaica. Oh, I did know this story. <laughs> And I think I went there about two or maybe three times. Uh, I think twice. Twice. See, you know my business. What did I know it? Um, and I must say, I mean, there are definitely uh, so let's talk benefits. Let's, let's break this down. You were in a long distance relationship with someone that lived in Jamaica. Uh, were you only dating this person? If I can remember correctly, I think I was. Yeah, I was. Mm. And it, it wasn't that like I was like trying to be faithful. It was just like I wasn't talking to anybody oh, at the time. So it just worked this out. This is during a lull. I think I was coming out of a relationship at that time, maybe. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe. Let's be realistic. That was dwindling down. So. I kind of remember this. This is kind of sketchy. But I feel like <laughs> this relationship, I'm sorry, was um, a possible green card <laughs> situation. This was not. Well, let's be very clear here. That's not what it was known to be. However, I suspect. Oh, it wasn't presented that way. Correct. It Correct. really was. Uh, Take me to the altar <laughs> so I can get a green card. <laughs> Anyways, the point is that. So you know I'm not against the green card marriage. Help Each one help one. Each one teach one. Each one help one. <laughs> Whatever. But, I mean, I guess. So said, you would have been a K-Visa candidate. I guess so. I mean, the bottom line is it didn't happen, okay? <laughs> okay. However, there were some positives and there were some negatives to this relationship. What Did I would it, say is that, I mean, the positives. Did you guys I, talk on WhatsApp? Was it WhatsApp at that time? I don't know if it was WhatsApp, but I mean, we did a lot of FaceTime. It made me explore my sexuality. And this time, she would be like, yo, send me a picture of that fat pom pom. Oh, yeah. I remember this. <laughs> <laughs> I remember this. Or he'll be like, um, I want to see it right now. And I'll have to like 
get out of my desk for work and go to the bathroom and send it to him. So it kind of like invoked some kind of like, you know, like, wow, you know. Power. Yeah, it did. And but then, you know, the good thing about it too is that I felt like I felt like was reciprocated. Did you say, oh, yeah. Send me a picture of that wood. (laughs) Well, yes, because when you get that, you kind of feel like you need to reciprocate. Like you feel naturally, it feels like, wow, okay. And it also, too, it felt like I didn't have to really ask it to anybody. Like, I could go whenever I want to, come and go. That's the benefits. I don't got to say, oh, you know, I got to hang with the man. It was just like, yo, y'all want to go out? Yeah, sure. I'm not doing anything. Because my man is miles away. But what about sex? How did you manage without it? Again, like, you know, that's when I did seek out um, additional toys and those kind of things. You did. I did. That's what I started. I can tell you, when we had the toy conversation, you did not really have much to offer. Because um, I, I didn't explore so much of the toys. I got a rabbit. Okay. I don't know if you are familiar with the rabbit is, but I got a rabbit. I got um a few, like, these vibrating things to play with. And, you know, it was just like, it was what I had at the time. I mean, this is why it's weird, but to me, think maybe I had a little side piece. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's, let's think about this. Uh, this I years ago. I believe this was the only relationship you were in. But, but I don't think I, but what I do think, I don't think it was a committed, whatever relationship I was dealing with, whether it was someone that, in a sense, I'm casual with here, it wasn't a real relationship. I can tell you that. It was not. You know, I probably went out with a couple of guys, but it was nothing serious. I have to say, I believe that long-distance relationships can work. It gives many people the benefits. You don't have to, you know, some men are very needy. Needy, 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 like needy men. As women, but... You know, women too, but definitely, when you have a, a, I mean, a long-distance relationship, I've seen, you know, people in long-distance relationships crying because they can't get the other person, or they're calling them on the phone and they won't answer. Because you feel, but because they say that it does create sometimes for some people, especially if you're insecure some type of jealousy you know it's just like oh where you're going like you can't try to keep tabs on somebody that is like miles and miles away like just like fall back but you know there has to be a plan in place that the two of you will one day get to the same place oh absolutely absolutely because if you're dating someone that's just like oh i'm only going to live in this one place and you're living in another place then you're wasting your time correct i mean well the benefits too like when you get to travel i mean for me i went to jamaica you know Free ninety nine, but then you know we hung out. You felt like did you stay in a hotel? No, I stayed with him actually. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Is there a what did those accommodations look like? I mean, it wasn't like lofty. I mean, he lived in Kingston. Let's be honest here. He lived <laughs> in Waterford. But I mean, but as you know, for me, when I go places, I like to see the local places. I've been to Jamaica numerous times on cruises, you know, experience, you know, um, done for all these like tourist areas. So, so for me to go to Kingston, yeah, I had a good time while I was there. You know, I went to a couple of pasta pastas. So at that time, it was you know, I had a good like little vacation, you know. Yeah, so that well, was cool. Yeah. You know? So I mean, this shows that these things can work. Yours was an epic fail at the end. But um, it wasn't. A- <laughs> I think because you know, definitely, it was you- just a fail, not an epic fail. It just didn't work out. Didn't work out. I mean, you know, I think with this relationship, what troubled me about it was that it was not presented the proper way. What like, was the know, proper way to you? They should said, "Listen, at the end of the day, this person wants to make their life in America. Are you willing to participate in this game?" But even if they did, I mean, my thing was that I didn't lose anything. You know, I- you didn't. You know, I mean, this person not like your virginity I mean- or something. <laughs> That's way gone. <laughs> but I mean, we had great conversation and we're still cool up up until this day. Like, we will still have a conversation, like, you know, random. He'll say, Oh, how's it going? I'll say, Everything's good. You know, now he's married a whole other girl. He got three kids. I think yeah. one from, you know, the girl had a previous. So, I mean, it worked out for him that where you, you really don't need. What? <laughs> it just showed him you really don't need that American dream. Have your dream in good old Jamaica. And it worked out, you know. That's the best way to get a K visa approved, though. Have a kid. 
Well, because they don't question it. They'll say this is real, a real thing. I guess I got so. a baby together. But I'm gonna say I, I have a baby by me, baby to be a citizen. <laughs> So, but I do have a very good friend that is actually in a wellness relationship, and it seems to be working, which I'm, I'm like so elated for her because she absolutely deserves it, and I hope it works out long term because obviously, like you said, it needs to be a long term plan to when they're actually gonna be together, and you know, do, I, do they have a plan? Yes, they do have a plan. So, um, hopefully, in the next few years. Years. Well, wow. I'm saying years. That's a long time to think to be away. I mean, you know, my long distance relationship. <laughs> It's like kind of, it's kind of like a hinge. Or, you know, I have kids. You can't be bringing people in the house when my kids are there and all that other drama. We have to talk about this at a later time. But you know, I like I miss him when he's not there, and I'm like, man. But how often? Like, what is the gap between the time that you don't get to see him? Like, I mean, he lives. I mean, yes, you say it's long distance, but it's still the same thing. I mean, state. I probably see him like on the weekends. But I don't understand why you guys don't meet up on in the, in the city where it's convenient for both of you guys. You work in the city, right? And then he obviously I don't know where he works. He but, works in the city sometimes. So too, I mean, but, that's the know, easiest. It's, it's, you're you don't have young children. You're a grown woman without young children. Tell them kids, yo, I'm gonna be home late tonight and meet up with your man in the city. This at a hotel. Oh, you mean for a sexual encounter? <laughs> I mean, I'm just trying to figure out what I was you talking, up for. I was talking about dating, like going out, yeah, hanging you know, out, seeing him. Uh, a long story. Bending straight a to the point. long story. But, you know, I miss him. I miss him. Uh, well, that's, it's good. That, that, that's right there in the Bronx, which, you know, driving 34 minutes. But <laughs> if I had to take a train to get to there, never. I would never see him. Well, I mean, um, you know, studies have shown that the, su- the success rate of loneliness relationship was like about seventy five percent. Especially, you say a lot of college stu- college students do this anyway. And I it mean, works I wonder how long. But you know, the good thing about a long distance relationship is that you get to still know you. Yes, correct. Right. But anyway. And you know, I mean, and there's things to be mindful of. Obviously, if you're in a relationship, you need to increase communication. There's things to be lost in communication. Texting, you know, that kind of stuff. Even now, you know, being married or even, you know, sometimes you have to text and things get lost in translation. I'm like, whoa, that's not what I meant. And then I have yeah, to call yeah. him. Text messaging you know, is crazy sometimes. You know. And like you said, you mentioned jealousy, you know, ramps up sometimes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they say you definitely need to find a system to keep in touch. Whether you want to FaceTime every night, whether, and they say WhatsApp is very good, which you all, you know. I mean, I met somebody who didn't know what WhatsApp was. I'm like, really? Why don't, don't you know, know WhatsApp? WhatsApp? is like the West Indian. Correct. So this person was American. international person story. Because, I mean, yes. even people I know from Russia use the WhatsApp. <laughs> And, you know, they also say, you know, th- don't think the reunion is going to be so magical. I mean, like, when you do eventually meet this person after such a long gap of seeing mm-hmm. them, don't think everything's going to be perfect. Like, just let it just kind of vibe on its own. Because sometimes you might get into an argument. You probably figure, I don't ever see you enough. And now we get into an argument. But, you know, it's because you have so many expectations. Correct. Like, I haven't been here. And I, I feel like you need to stop your life in order to make me a priority. Which is, that's that's sort of what it should be, though. If I'm coming to see you after six months I haven't seen you, yeah, I need to be that priority. Um but of course, some tips that they mentioned in this article. Uh, What's the article called? I don't have the name right now. But it's, it says that they have developed couples apps. I don't know what this really entails, but there are apps that help couples that are long distance. That are long distance. They talk about, of course, like I mentioned, toys and mutual masturbation. Well, can we talk about this toy that they talk about? There's a toy called a teledildonic. 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 Tell the Tell the Sound it out. Tell him. Sound it out. Sound it out. But anyway, 
Um, these are kind of, I've never heard about these, but this is something that makes sense. And, you know, consider I'm in a little distance relationship, but... I, well, maybe I you should get a couple of toys. I can hold up. I told you, let's go to the toy shop. You fright right now. But anyway, <laughs> this people make a toy that um, is basically controlled by an app. So it looks like a dildo, and then the other person can use the app and activate it, basically. So, you know, you're like miles away, but the other person it's is in charge yeah. of stimulating you. And it kind of creates some sort of... Uh, you know, closeness between you while, you know, you're videoing the toy, the app. But then how could you app and video? Because you would have to close the video to get to the app. I don't know. It's not be the oh, you can have app. an iPad and a phone. You oh, can yeah, have multiple, yeah, yeah. you know. You can figure it out. But I thought that was a very neat way to um, help people because you couldn't re- the all these toys work remotely. One is called the Blue Motion Next One Second Generation. The Club Vibe 3.0H Panty Vibe. And panty Vibe. Fuse. So, you know, and so um, they said if you're looking for advice, encouragement, or inspiration related to your lawlessness relationship, as they call it LDR, I didn't know there was an acronym for that. They say everything. <laughs> you can visit the long distance, uh, the long distance, I guess, website or the loving from a distant forum or Instagram, surviving the distance or long Disney relationship. Long distance positivity. So this, I mean, said a long Disney relationship. Yeah, that's what it says. Long Disney relationship. One thing they say is when you're leaving your partner's house, leave something there that he's gonna find a panty, a note. I think that's cute. Like something that he'll yeah. Something that he'll see when you're gone, or she'll see when you're gone, and be like, Ah, I love him. <laughs> hey, my boyfriend, leave me something before you go back long distance the next time you're <laughs> Oh, <laughs> well, they we're together. And also, this article that I mean, this article is called Bustle, and what they said this couple. The, the website is called Bustle. The, yeah, the website's called Bustle, and so the couple that um, they created a web series based on long distance relationship because they know, of course, people experience challenges with the long distance relationship. And what they mentioned was, I think the guy had said, "I don't know what would happen, what would have happened if Lauren and I had been in the same city for the first three years of our relationship. However, you learn different things about the other person that comes from not being next to them. It made me fall in love with." her in ways that existed outside of any physical ways and there's no shame in appreciating that so that was cool i thought because you always figure you don't have that you know especially in the beginning so you get to actually instead of people just like screwing before knowing somebody you get to actually know them and then screw you know yeah. then it works out so you know this is why last night i was talking to somebody on my way home from work and i was telling him maybe you should start online dating you know it wasn't a success for me but it may be a success for some people because this person i was talking to me they have not been on a date since august and i was just like are you kidding me get your life together bro get your life together i mean this is already january yikes so again and, and you know like you said Long distance relationship should be temporary. I don't think someone should be in a long distance relationship. It has to have a plan. If forever. you don't have a plan, let it go. <laughs> so anyway, shout out LL Cool J, 51 years old. Let me tell you something, LL. There's a Calypso song that we talked about before, and this is it, it means you. You're a snack, man. Oh you still God. got the abos. Yeah, my God. Still gosh. rocking the fittings. LL, man. Still licking the lips. I mean, come on, L. I think I picked up this habit <laughs> from LL. Happy birthday, LL. And what is he, 51? 51. Wow. And I think, is he still with his wife? Yes. You know, he cheated a couple of times Jenny with some rough Jenny patches. 
Really with this up. This up. Jenny from the block. Alarm on my phone. Her birth control uh, (laughs) reminder. (laughs) Everybody knows about that. (laughs) Another person that. um, (laughs) I'll pass on that. (laughs) It's right on the tip of my tongue. Another person that's celebrating her birthday who looks absolutely amazing is Regina Hall. Yo, we remember you from 227, man. Yo, for real. Regina, we remember you from and, and she had a show. What Brenda. Her yes. name was Brenda. <laughs> <laughs> and she's living her best life, man. Now she's getting all the accolades that she should get. I'm so proud of you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Looking like a snack. Oh, Caribbean Corner. Did anybody hear this drama with Marshall and Iowa? Like, I'm I don't so know. confused. What are you confused about? Tell me. Is this real? Is this a real drama? I, I mean, don't know if this is a real drama. So while Bender gets the details, all I know is that basically they said that apparently Iowa was throwing shade at Marshall. This could all be just a, I mean, I don't, know, I don't want to say publicity because, I mean, they're both, you know, in the public. But I'm just saying, they're saying that Iowa had some smart things to say about um, Marshall in terms of last year, Soka Bodog, some Yeah, because drama. there was a comedian that was going to come on, um, and Marshall told the comedian that the jokes that he was going to bring on were not suitable jokes, so he could not perform. And the guy basically said, well, listen, I'm leaving, and I'm never coming back to this performance. Really? And Iowa then created a, a show saying, Road March Bacchanal 2. Uh, what he wrote on his uh, Twitter, I think this is saying went fishing in Toko Loco, which is the rhythm, right? That they're using. I think Marshall has a song oh, called Toko Loco. Yeah, he does. Over the weekend, and caught a big fat fish, and he has a picture of a fish with Marshall's face on it, which was another one of Marshall's songs. Big fat fish, ready up Yeah, that's I had to share this catch with my family, so he used three of Marshall's songs. In uh, this thing, and they come up with his new song, Road March Bacchanal. Yeah. You have to say it's very boring. I mean, Iowa, I mean, it's time to give it up. <laughs> but, you know, so the Marshall came. Song, Do the Iowa <laughs> butterfly <laughs> shadow and win. <laughs> that song wasn't that great either. But um, Marshall then came back out, and then Marshall said some. Did he come back and sing some songs to him? Like he was at a performance oh, and, and Iowa was there. But Iowa was laughing. But, you know, he did his whole new song called Mashup, which is which is a pretty good song, actually. Uh, maybe we'll play that um, next week. Next week, But that's a good song as well. So now, you know, not at Carnival. But he came up, but he basically was like, every song you sing, Iowa, is about water. water. I'm surprised you ain't. Did he say he like, said, why you ain't drowned yet? <laughs> or something like that. Please drown, Iowa, please. <laughs> I mean, I was way too old to be doing this, but whatever. You know, um, and that leads into our song of the week. So everyone knows that I just love, love, love um, Kesk from Kestaban. She does. And so he came up Even with Even though song, he's light-skinned. The only light-skinned brother that I feel right now. But um, he came up with a song called Savannah Grass. And I mean, you guys can tell me your thoughts about it. Uh, I'll play it for my Apple Music here. Uh, let me know your thoughts. First of all, this beat is just so sick. I'm fast. Let me fast forward it.
nice groovy. Yo, yeah, the I mean, beat is crazy though. The beat is really crazy. Love the beat, but um, I love this song. I mean, I won't say I love it. Let me not say I love it. I really like the song. I mean, I guess I could grow to love it as Carnival's approaching. It yeah, probably that's what it is. But as Carnival's approaching, you know, we're starting to hear a little bit more upbeat songs. Um, as you can see, you know, in the beginning they released all the groovy songs, but now you can kind of see how Carnival going to pan out as it comes around the corner in March. Which is so weird when I hear Carnival in March, but you know, fortunately I won't be there this year. But I'm sure the tunes will still be pumping. Yeah, yeah. So our what not? We haven't had one of these for a while, but I just want to tell you when I pay two seventy five to get on the subway. I feel like every week we have a subway ride. It's like so much rides for the I'm, subway. I'm on the subway. I'm not at Showtime at the Apollo. So my friends, please, this is not your stage. Listen. This showtime at the bottle, that, I mean, that's that's one issue. But then the other issue is you'll just be sitting down there, you know, maybe sometimes your eyes are closed, sometimes you're reading a book, sometimes you have your little, you know, your headphones on listening to music. Then all of a sudden, you look up and you're at a spiritual Baptist church or a church avenue. Because somebody just jumps up, a regular, you know, a regular customer. Maybe person. a Pentecostal church. No, all right. Sorry. Oh, yeah, maybe that's spiritual Baptist. Yeah, because they're not catching the spirit. They're just talking <laughs> mad loud. The Lord. The Lord. That's more Pentecostal. And you know, I I, I appreciate it because you know I'm a woman of the faith, but come on. You know, I feel like when people do this, they're just turning people away from God. Yikes. I don't think anybody's like really paying attention. People get annoyed. And you know, I don't feel like God is a spirit of annoyance. But immediately <laughs> you hear people like doing it. And you know, sometimes they are preaching good words, but it still yes. makes people very annoyed. Because you know, me, if I'm hearing them, I mean, I get kind of annoyed like, here we go again. But there are times when I could appreciate it like, yeah, yeah. This is your God loves you. He woke you up this morning. So that's your little encouragement. Yeah, but I think it just makes a lot of people like these Christians. They're crazy. There's a guy <laughs> in Atlantic that's in the in the bottom of the where you come down to catch from the two to catch the four, and there's a guy standing right there, and he has like a sign with a clock on it. That like, says what? The time not to go to hell or something like that. <laughs> I mean, it just seems like a little. Odd. You are on hell, bro. Odd. You are in hell, bro. <laughs> But regardless, back to what I was saying. This guy got a dream yesterday. He gets on, he starts singing. I had on my pod, so I really couldn't hear him much, but he's singing. And I'm like, what is going on here? I even took out like one pod to be like, what? And then he goes, thanks so much. That was my song. And then just walks off. He doesn't even ask for money. Oh, that's, well, I can appreciate that. (laughs) Well, he shouldn't. I'm not against any form of entertainment on the train. As long as it doesn't impede on my life, then I'm fine with it. But, I mean, I think that's our cast for today. Right, Brenda? That's it. The Real Rated and Raw Experience Show. Check us out on Instagram. We've been, you know, share us. Let people like us. Let people like us. (laughs) (laughs) See you next week.